on this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus. We're sitting in a park having a picnic, talking about the end of the world. But staying six feet away from each other. I miss you. I'm Bus Decker. And I'm uh, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. Brendan, are we social distancing? Not really. No, we are. We're nice. far apart. I just ate a couple of your cashews. This is further than I'm used to sitting from you. That's true. That is true. We are here at Gaston Edwards Park here in Ivanhoe Village, mm-hmm. hanging out by the shores of Lake Ivanhoe. Someone's fallen asleep in their kayak. We think they're asleep. They, think, they might be dead. They might be, that's what, but not from any virus. They're just like old and their heart failed. Hopefully they're not dead. Hopefully he's just taking a little nap out there. Uh, here on Bungalow or in the bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, just like Ivanhoe Village. And of course, right now, all the headlines are about coronavirus. That's true. And normally we're at a restaurant or a bar hanging out, but all the restaurants and bars are closed here in Orlando. <laughs> well, the dining rooms the are dining closed, rooms John. Where we would hang out, they are closed. Yeah, they're only doing curbside pickup. We'll tell you that about that later. So, yeah, we just decided to come out here to the park and, yeah. and be away from each other. We're, we're six feet apart at least. Yeah, we're yeah, good. Yeah, hanging good. out, and, yeah. and we got a blanket here, brought some brought some sodas. Some cashews. And, uh, surrounded yeah. by grackles. You can hear them talking in the background. And this is, we're, we're recording on Thursday about 7 o'clock, yeah. and so this is pre-stay-at-home order. <laughs> so we're allowed to be out right now. But you don't know, because it's pre-recorded. This could be the witching hour. <laughs> we could uh, get arrested at any minute. Mm-hmm. But you won't, John, because you know the man. That's right. John, uh, what's your week been like? Uh, it's been a little hectic, a little uh-huh. crazy. I'm actually working from home. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And so I, my day job, I work at the Orange County Sheriff's Office, as you know, Brendan. I do. And uh, normally I go to the office every day at, at Colonial and John Young Parkway. But we've been asked to work at home, and so I had to move all my gear. I have a lot of video editing equipment. Took it all home, so it's now in my home office. So mostly, I'm working at home. So you're doing? Oh, the kayaker has moved. Oh, he's alive. They are Thank alive. God. They heard us talking smack. All right, um, that's good. I wasn't going to go out there and check. Were you, Brendan? <laughs> no, I was uh, just going to throw something at him. We'd have read about it next week in the paper. <laughs> I have a slingshot here that I could use. Uh, when when you're so you're doing videos, they just send you out on assignment. Yeah, so we've done. I've done a few videos this week for the sheriff's office. I that's my job there, and so storyteller, storyteller. That is my title, chief storyteller. Well, only, but yeah, I like chief. Uh-huh. El <laughs> So uh, this week we had we had an event where the the sheriff was there, and a lot of our deputies that were there. They're uh, passing out food to kids that normally get free lunch, or actually, you don't even have to get free lunch at, at the schools, but they were giving out free food to kids and adults, and so a lot of our deputies who are school resource officers during normal times, ah. they're sort of transitioning just to be there in, in case, and so yeah. I went out there and shot a video of that. See some of their favorite kids that they're used to seeing. Yep. And, oh, I love that. Yeah, Checking so, and in. that's going on. You, If you are somebody who needs help, food assistance, you don't have to... You don't. You do have to have a child or a, or a student under eighteen, but you don't need to be on on free lunch or anything oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay. You can just I, go and get free food. But I couldn't go there and just hang out. 
It could. It might be weird if a single dude is just hanging out at a school with a bunch of kids around. Well, you know. But uh, so I did that one day. I like their energy. (laughs) Officer. (laughs) Shot a video video of that this week. And then also we did a live video this week uh, over at our stables. Hanging out with the horsies. Yeah, yeah. we're trying to do some live videos, show some folks what we do at the sheriff's office. Because I know a lot of people are at home. So we're trying to get them out and show off what we do. I just did a live video. I was teaching our friends over at the Orlando Museum of Art how to do it. They have some great equipment there, but they just haven't really used it. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, we did a live of their Highwaymen exhibit. Nice. It's called Living Color, the Art of the Highwaymen, and it is beautiful. Dog. I like Highwaymen paintings. I really do. I do, too. Yeah. And it was cool because David Madison has, like, a, a history... Or he has a degree in like art and curatorial stuff, and, and so he knew everything about it. And plus, he's really pretty, so he's easy to look at. <laughs> and he told us all about it. And uh, if you want to see that, you can go to their live feed and see how they did. They made a little mistake, you know. They didn't they didn't check the orientation like I told them to. So it happens. Messy. It happens. But I was also filming at the same time, so you could actually watch it twice and see two different perspectives. Oh, <laughs> which is kind of fun. So check that out. We're going to be helping a few other uh, arts organizations do that themselves too. In the there, coming weeks. There's a lot of organizations around ter- town getting kind of creative with their live streaming and and even their on demand streaming. Yeah, there's so many. It's actually kind of hard to keep track. So we launched something called an ETV guide, uh, where it's we're putting in, we're curating. All of our favorite live feeds and, and uh, not just local. It's going to be local, but also some like Erica Badu's bedroom concert series <laughs> that she's doing. I would watch that. Yeah, really neat. Uh, we also slipped in the, uh, the Tiger one. We'll talk about that in a little oh, bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk about that. We'll talk. Uh, but yeah, if you want to see all this, go to bungalow.com. Go to also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, where you can see our live feeds. We uh, I also recorded, you'll see it. It's too late for you to see it now, but you can go to WCF, uh, the PBS affiliate locally. We recorded Newsnight. Matthew Petty was there. And, From uh, WMFE, the NPR station. NPR station. And what's your face? Renata Sago. Yeah. Formerly of WMFE. Now on to bigger and better things, but I think she's based here. So when I'm on those panels, I'm always like... They're like, who are you? <laughs> they are. Did you always just, did very you just nice. wander into our studio, homeless man? <laughs> I am definitely filled with like imposter syndrome when I sit there, because they're all like real journalists, right? Uh, and they're like, oh yeah, bungalow, or I like that site. I'm always like... You don't have to pander to me. Like <laughs> you, you, you guys went to school for this. You're like, oh, I went to. Uh, I was covering the war in Iraq, and you're like, oh, I put a funny gif on a on a Winter Park story. I was covering with somebody. I was talking to somebody the other week. They were like, you're like really covering this coronavirus stuff, and I was like, well, yeah, because it's stuff that affects people who live here. And I was like, but I guess. In all fairness, last week I wrote about a poutine festival, so, <laughs> so it's the whole gamut, man. Which has probably been canceled. It's, it's been canceled. <laughs> delayed, at least. Delayed. Uh, we're also going to help do, the History Center is going to launch a new cooking show, and, and I'm going to be there on April 3rd when they launch it. They're going to be redoing uh, historic recipes ah. that are in the collection. Oh, man, those are going to be weird, I bet. I like wheat, like possum I shouldn't soup. say this, but uh, you see recipes from 100 years ago. They eat some weird stuff sometimes. Weird, <laughs> weird stuff. So to I be fair, you know, Florida was pretty uh, 
All right, Florida hasn't changed too much. No, not really. But you know, they, they do. You have some some examples of some of the yeah cooter soup, which cooter is soup. like the soft shell turtle soup. <laughs> 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 I'm allowed to say it. Uh, I'll share that on our Instagram so you can see how to make it yourselves. But they're actually the ones that are endangered right now. Have you had turtle before? Uh, I don't think so. I have. And yeah, uh, well, it tastes like chicken. It was Everything fried. Like yeah, chicken. yeah. It was. There was a. I did a video a long time ago when I worked at the Orlando Sentinel about I think weird foods. Oh uh-huh. no, no, it was things that are weird in Osceola County. That's what it was, <laughs> and not and, just the people. No, no. no. <laughs> and uh, one of the places is uh, they have they have turtle on the menu, and I, I tried the turtle and it was pretty good. Do you know you can't you can't bow fish for turtles in city limits? Really? Yeah, I see people doing it all the time, especially around bow here, fi- like with a bow and arrow. Yeah, yeah. You'll see like like. Uh, in the afternoons, bow lake, fish for anything, not just turtles. Anything you you cannot bow fish, period. In city limits, how about a spear? Could you use a spear? I don't or is that think the same? so. I think that's the same thing. I don't think you're. Supposed I feel like to that's go. more challenging than fishing. Fishing, you it just is. sit there and wait for it to come to you. It is, but I guess it's just not not kosher. <laughs> I would watch that. Leave the turtles just to alone, see, just to see what it looks like. Once. I would eat turtle. I think I would every- eat a lot of turtles. <laughs> well, you wouldn't want it every night. No, but like as a just to know what it tastes like. Okay, I would eat human too. <laughs> you know, you gotta, I didn't think it was gonna go there, but I guess I kind of have. I've eaten like hangnails before. Is that, <laughs> does that make me a carnivore? Carn or a, a cannibal? A cannibal? Yeah, yeah. Were they Definitely your own or somebody else's? Uh. Well, either or. Oh, I guess I've swallowed some oh, things. Let's too. get back to Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm helping with a new mural that's going to be going up by the end of the month in Mills 50. Keep your eyes open for it's a 3D mural, and it looks like monkey wizards shooting lightning at each other. <laughs> really? Uh, we're outside, so if you're hearing a motorcycle go yeah. by, we're out in the park. That here wasn't me because I'm only eating beans and quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> or it was. <laughs> yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that mural. Super cool. Uh, sleds. Lido Shiani, he's the guy that's making it. We've been working on this, I want to say, for like two years. Wow. Because it's, it's going to be some mural. <laughs> it better be. Dude. It better be. It's taking so long. This is what we raise funds with uh, that special bungalow or lemonade beer at Ivanhoe oh, Brewing. Yeah. Uh, this is what the dollar for every one of those beers went towards. So that mural should be going up anytime now. It's a $20 mural. <laughs> no, it's like two grand. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, man. I'm good, good. I'm excited about it. Uh, we are helping. So we talked about this last year or last week. Pickup. We did that pickup picnic. Yes. Yeah. Well, you just made that up, right? Yeah. Okay. But now it's, (laughs) now it's a thing. Now it's a thing. It's spreading like wildfire here in central Florida. And I don't want to like brag, but 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 we were like one of the first people to start rounding up who was doing curbside pickup. Oh, okay. And so we have a very comprehensive list that I've been adding to for like almost two weeks. Can you make a map? Do you have a map? I, I can't. I don't have enough time. Ah. But actually, Orlando Weekly just did a very comprehensive guide that's clickable. Okay. Like, you could click on a neighborhood, and it brings up restaurants. That's that helpful. Because I've seen some of these lists, and they're like 300 so restaurants long. And I'm like, all right, long. that looks good. Oh, wait, yeah. it's in Kissimmee, 40 minutes away from me. Right. So, actually, ours was getting so long, I started organizing it by neighborhood, that's which good. is helpful. But theirs is very user-friendly, uh, very simple. Uh, so if you if you think our list is too long, head on over to Orlando Weekly and see theirs. We'll probably put it in the top ten things roundup. Uh, we're working with the Orlando Economic Partnership 
to launch a new campaign. It's called uh, Pick Up Orlando. Pick Has- Up Orlando. Yeah, hashtag Pick Up Orlando. So if you tag us and use that Instagram uh, hashtag in your photos of you picking up food curbside, you can win prizes. Isn't that cool? I like it. Yeah, I love that. So, we're what, just, what are you hearing from restaurants? I mean, some are doing pickup, some are doing curbside, yeah, some are closing all together. Some that are like, some restaurants just have a really big footprint. So, just moving to uh, pickup and delivery doesn't make sense to them mathematically. You can't do that for the long term. It could it could float their staff maybe for like a week. But you can't do that for more than a week. Most restaurants. Yeah. Smaller footprint restaurants uh, can hold off. It's fine. It'll, it'll give them something to do. They might make a profit from it, too, if they're if they're thinking up new things to sell, which some are. You're seeing a lot of people do uh, like kits, meal kits. They're just like abandoning their menus altogether, John. Uh, so like here's the meat, here's the bun, here's the lettuce, make, make your own yourself. burger. Yeah. Or there's people who are literally selling grocery lists. You know, you I can't saw get that. a steak at Publix. I got Wagyu beef here, fifty percent off. Yeah, buy it and bring it home. Ste- I saw that at a, at a place in College Park. They were doing almost like a farmers market. It's outpost. Yeah yeah, 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 it was outpost. Well, and they've closed, right? They're closed to the public, but they're trying to liquidate everything that they bought and sell that stuff so you can buy it and take it home. Because there's certainly some restaurants that it, it just doesn't really translate to get takeout. I mean, no. I mean, yeah, you can get a burger at Graffiti Junction. That's easy. I mean, I've I've done that, but. You know, you think of maybe a more upscale place. You're not going to want to order a steak from no. Crest and bring it home. But I mean, they might be doing it, and I don't want to say anything bad. Yeah, Crest is doing it. Uh, new Standard is um, is doing, like, spaghetti sauces and stuff ah. that you could buy and take home. That's tough. I mean, how long can you sustain that? Uh, I mean, that's not something you can do for two months. Yeah. I don't think. No, you, you some can't, and we're going to see some more people dropping off soon. Uh, what I'm really interested in, John, and I have a, a story that I'll probably, it's just it's taking a long time to put together. It'll probably come out next week uh, about businesses that are just pivoting, like abandoning that original business plan and doing something entirely different to keep their doors open. Uh, restaurants uh, or other Restaurants things? and other things. Like we, for instance, Four Rivers, right? So they converted, immediately they converted to curbside. They changed their parking lots into drive throughs Right. And, and, and they I had think, little tents, but but to build on that, John, they then now it's a grocery store. It's a pop up grocery store, so you could order your lunch, but then you could also buy toilet paper for them. Really, and spaghetti stuff, and like eggs and milk. Like they're, they'll sell you all of that. That's nice. And their drive through. I guess they have suppliers, and you know they order from you know restaurant supply places, and they got that yes, stuff. Yes, that's and that that to me like it's it's. I would venture to say genius. It's very smart. It's a very when you when we look back at like the Great Depression, right? There were people who lost millions. Yeah. They lost everything. But then there was like this enterprising few who like pivoted and and made some money. Like yeah. they profit. You can do it, but it's you know it it's just tough. depends on you know your industry probably yes. and who you are and and if you're willing to do that and if you sometimes if you have a little capital 
It helps to have some money. Obviously, but, John Rivers and Four Rivers, they're more positioned to do something like that. But you don't always need that. Sometimes the small one, the small guy can do it a lot faster and easier. So I, I think you're right. There are going to be some interesting, as you yeah. said, pivots. And not just locally. I mean, that, that's going to be a national thing, too. Once again, we have no idea how long this thing is going to go on. And look how things At have changed a within months. a week. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Easter is what the president. Yeah, apparently, yeah. apparently it all goes away and just on on. Let me let me <laughs> time off some of these other businesses okay. that are doing it. So, uh, okay, get this. So we've talked about this before. There's that smokable CBD business here locally. Yeah, Driftwood. <laughs> Who the, allegedly it's legal, they will deliver their allegedly legal product to your house. You okay. can order it online. That's, that's just a drug dealer, <laughs> but they, but it's apparently legal. And so, like, if you 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 can now get in Orlando, basically pot. We'll say diet driftwood. pot. Driftwood. Driftwood is that what's called? Driftwood. 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 Driftwood CBD. We got Sunrail going by. You can get it delivered to your house, and you can watch Netflix at home. No contact. That's crazy to me. What do you think about the public transit staying open during this? <laughs> I mean, I get it. You gotta have. You gotta be able to go to and from, and not everybody has an automobile. And um, I get it, but like, the, I mean, at least in like New York City, that's one of the places where people are you, transmitting. How this virus. do you? And I haven't. I I actually haven't seen what their safety protocols are. Oh, I'm sure they're cleaning them like crazy. At least I hope they are. I don't know. It could be just like with airplanes, right? And it's on the cleaning contractors to do their best. Did you hear about that woman over in LA? No. She refused to go on the plane because she was a contract cleaner employee, contracted like the these airlines will contract out uh, to cleaners to to do this for yeah, them every time they land. Yeah, Delta so, doesn't clean your plane; it's another company. Yeah, just some like spirit. Nobody it? cleans. Mama's it. airplane. That's a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like spirit. I like spirit too. <laughs> they flew me to Virgin Islands. Yeah, I got they fly me up to New York all them. the time yeah. <laughs> for almost nothing. Yeah, they're awesome. Mm -hmm. It's because they're not cleaning it. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Um, she refused to clean the plane because her company wasn't giving her gloves or a mask. Ah. And it's made news, right? And the everybody's pressuring the airport authorities. Like, why are you not in making sure that the people cleaning these planes have to have safety gear? And they're like, it's not on us. They're a third-party contractor. Yeah. It's on them to do that. You know, I mean, that's an excuse for a lot of industries where they just say, well, it's not us that got in the car accident. It's the third-party person that did. And yeah. I mean, that's how a lot they of big set businesses standards operate. for oh, yeah. their vendors. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, they could. Lou Gardens does. You and, know? and, you know, when you have workers that work for lower wages, I mean, you can do those things a lot of times. You can say, well, you know, you got a job. You should be happy or, and things like that oh, we're looking at birds right now little osprey flying <laughs> overhead and so i mean those are the those are the first line of workers that sort of get the short end of the stick a lot of times yeah i'm glad though that that woman had the presence of mind to say no yeah. i think it was even a flight from china too. yeah and she was just like are you kidding me yeah. you're not even gonna give us gloves yeah. or a mask like no she video it and she's like, I'm out of here. I'm I'm not doing yeah. this. <laughs> I don't know. She's talked about it on many news outlets. Yeah. And those um, are the people you expect to, and, and you want them to clean your planes, you're not even protecting them. What were we talking about? Ah, who knows? <laughs> Something awesome. Oh, you're talking about uh, businesses. Oh, that are pivoting. Pivoting. So Factor Labs, right? Factor just up the street. It's a co working tool sharing space, okay? 
they like you pay you become a member you get access to super fancy tools rather than just sitting around they were proactive and they have reached out to local hospitals and they are building prototype uh personal safety goggles masks like that you need to be wearing when you're testing that's great they don't have the equipment here yeah they're running out of the equipment so I mean, they're, they're running out of that equipment all over the country and they're hoping you know big businesses like ford and gm are going to transition their factories and they might but that's going to take time I and mean, yes. you can't just go from making cars to making masks overnight and so i don't know if this is going to catch on but it would be nice if those smaller factories that can sort of retool really quickly and you're not going to be able to get enough mass to to cover the the united states but you could no. probably do something locally, locally or at least for the hospital that's within you know a few blocks especially of especially in a crisis like this which is exacerbated by the chains the supply chains not mm-hmm. working we and can't i'm sure every little bit helps these, these these masks are being made overseas right if we can make it locally and ship it right over yeah done yeah plus then you're supporting this local business factor it could be possibly one of the biggest contracts they've ever had True. Making these 3D printing straps and like put that stuff to work. What else are you going to do? Yeah. Um, and then Tin and Taco, right? That great taco restaurant they started downtown. They have a couple of other outlets. It's one in College Park. We, we've been there for the podcast. Uh, Rob Berry, the owner, he has a smoker at his Soto location. He's kind of like abandoned the taco setup now and he's literally just selling brisket. Like by the pound, really thirteen bucks a pound. That's a good deal for brisket. <laughs> Great deal. He'll sell you the whole brisket too. And John, he thought he would do it just to see if he could get rid of what he had in stock. Right? He just needed to sell what he had. Um, he had lines around the block. I'm sure people love brisket, and now Plus- he's doing it all the time. And it's going to keep him in business. He's he's gone from tacos into the brisket business. Right? I guarantee. At the end of this year, if he comes out from this, he'll have a brisket restaurant. That's great. Yeah. And that, and that, I think that's what happens. People get into situations and they see sort of things that they didn't think could be possible. And they're like, oh, like this is a business opportunity. And that's what I want to hear more. If, if anybody out there is listening and you've seen some other businesses pivoting, if your business is pivoting, I don't want to hear just like you made a website. <laughs> I want to hear... That you're selling your beer for fifty percent off. No, like you have to. Those are things you have to do, right? To stay in business. I'm not downplaying what you're doing right now, but I want to hear about like some innovative things that people are doing locally that nobody else is doing. I'm making candles, and they smell delicious. Thank you. I made, I made homemade candles this week because I was uh, stuck in the house. I shouldn't say stuck in the house like that, but I was at the house and I thought, hey, stuck in the house with your little wife. <laughs> Let's making make, candles. Let's make some candles. And so I made some homemade candles. Dip in your wick. <laughs> <laughs> How are we doing on time? We're good. All right. Uh, Orlando Weekly, we talked about their searchable pickup database. Uh, hey, Winter Garden. We talk about Winter Garden's curbside pickup program. No. Talk about innovation. They, The downtown historic district has set up, it's like a concierge for their downtown restaurants where you can pull up and to limit contact person to person contact these concierges will go to that restaurant for you oh that's a good idea so there's like one point right couple different couple. spots okay like and you say i de- want depending on what restaurant you're supposed to go to right yeah you're, like the you're, chef's table i want you need to go to hub table. number three to go pick up right so you show up to hub number three check in with the person right there at curbside you stay there you've already paid for your food online they'll run and get you the food bring it back to you no muss, no fuss. 
Uh, I want to challenge our local Main Street districts to maybe incorporate that into their program. Not a bad idea. Yeah, like everybody else has already listed businesses and their pickups. Come on, Main Streets. Let's see some of that. Have you been getting a lot of takeout or are you cooking more? I'm cooking a lot, but we're also trying to buy at least one meal a day from somebody locally. Ah, yeah. I, yeah. I've been cooking a lot. Well, I shouldn't say I have. My wife has been cooking a lot. I've been reheating a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I like cooking and I like the stability of it. Uh but we have so many clients and so many cool local partners, and, and I, I don't want any of them to think I'm not supporting them. So I, I'll at least one meal a, a day I can go buy something. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Come we'll come back. back. Don't go anywhere. We'll talk about curfews and sheltering at home. This is Aaron from Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Here are ways you can use your library during our closure. In addition to the five credits a month you get with Canopy, they're offering several films as credit-free viewing. Keep checking back as the list will grow as Canopy connects with community partners. The best time to learn a language is under the age of six. Little ones can use Little Pim to learn 12 different languages. It includes resource guides for parents and teachers and principal lessons. Learn web design, QuickBooks, and more with our live online classes. To get the schedule, click Classes and Events on our website, then select Live Online Class under Category. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdegger. And I'm the wind at your back, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. A little windy out here at Gaston Edwards Park. Well, the sun is setting, so, you know, that happens. As the sun goes to sleep, everybody's like, the wind kisses it goodbye. <laughs> is that like a Canadian myth? No. <laughs> Speaking of a Canadian myth, <laughs> can we get into this, Sean? Sure. I just... So my mother, Canadian. Uh-huh. Oh, Not she, a myth. She's a real woman. <laughs> she's actually American, too. That whole thing's <laughs> wrong. She lives in Canada. She sent me an article the other day from McLean's Magazine, which I like to think of as leftist propaganda, <laughs> paid for by the Canadian government. And it's called Escaping Florida. Oh. Right? My my blah, 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 kilometer journey home, race race back to Canada. And it was all about this guy, a reporter, who happened to be here buying a boat, but he was also supposed to be, like, uh, researching the COVID-19 outbreak as okay. it was unfolding overseas. So he was, like, in it, this research project, while he was here in Florida, like, southeast Florida. And so while he's trying to buy this boat, he's seeing people partying and, and, like, not social isolating and just doing whatever they wanted. And he's, like deep in the research about everything that you should be doing so he starts like retreating this whole piece in McLean's is basically like a panic a panicked essay it's almost like a short story about this guy's uh, lizard part of his brain trying to get him to get the heck out of Dodge and then the journey home and uh, it's just I can't stop thinking about it now because I feel like the Canadian government is trying to scare Canadians into staying in Canada and not leave. My sister, that's where she lives. She lives in Canada. Her and her family, they they can't really leave. I don't think. Well, no, they're right. They're supposed to stay yeah. home, but they're on their news. They get they're repeatedly being told of how uh, careless 
and crazy Floridians are. Well, you see pictures of a bunch of people at the beach. And they see it all the time. Uh Uh-huh. But at least we're not those crazy Americans (laughs) with their president who wants everybody back to work by Easter. (laughs) They're all partying on the beach and coughing on each other. You know, it's just crazy. Well, if they had beaches and warm weather right now, they'd be doing it too in Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you think? Uh, you even said Toronto like a northern. <laughs> I like that. Who knows? I'm glad, but I, I just want to put out there while we're talking about this: uh, wash your hands and, and try not to get too close to anybody. And we are not close to each other right now here in the park here in Ivanhoe, and uh, we're we're talking all things Orlando like we always do. Watching every week. handsome strangers walk by in the park. I know <laughs> that guy. <laughs> if he's listening, it's Steven. Uh, what else is happening? So uh, tonight, Thursday night, when we record, this is the first night of the the stay at home order. We have to be you. We had a curfew. So yeah, the curfew was enacted last Friday, I believe, and the curfew was. This is all from Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings. He's uh-huh. the one that signs the executive order to do a curfew, and the curfew was from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. And it still is going on. I shouldn't say was. And the the point of that is to keep people at home at night, you know, not congregating, not going to parties, not going out. Uh, you can still go to work if you work late. You, there, you can still do essential travel. Uh, if you're going to the hospital, if there's an emergency, it's pretty loose. But they the point is they just don't want people out and about yeah. hanging out together. Touching each other's Touching butts. Touching each other's yeah. everything. Yeah. You can't do any of that stuff uh-huh. anymore. Well, is that the kind of world I want to live in where I can't touch your butt, John? <laughs> trying to affect my freedom? <laughs> we have a whole list. We actually have the executive order listed on bungalore.com. So that was the curfew. Uh, it's it. It's it. No, we have the executive okay. order for the the stay at home. But I'm saying the stay at home space. order oh, starts ahead. tonight, yes. Thursday, which by the time you hear this Friday, it will already be in place. Stay at home is a little more strict. Yeah, saying hey. If you don't got to be out, don't be out. But if and you got to go to work, if you're an essential business, which there's a whole list of essential businesses. Which we have on bungalore.com. But uh, that includes like, so restaurants are essential. Yeah. Grocery stores. It's pretty loose. Construction. Yeah. It's like mostly everything but like card shops and hair salons. Hair salons, yeah. And probably roller skating rinks, which I think we have one here in Orange County. I also shaved my head today because I knew I wasn't going to get my hair cut in yeah. time. Yeah. And I'm bald. Yeah, you did it yourself? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did. I actually missed a couple of patches. Scotty, <laughs> Scotty had to clean it up for no, me. No, that's what Scotty's for. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Scotty. <laughs> but yeah, so the stay-at-home order, it's a, it's a big deal because in Central Florida, we were kind of, the Orange County was the first to really enact this. And really, the point is... Uh, they want people to stay home. They, they they don't need you going out, you know, hanging out with family and friends if you don't have to go see them. No, it's, they it's want you the to stay home for two weeks. Use the internet. Use those Zooms things that yeah. all the kids are talking about. Mm-hmm. Use but the you're, FaceTimes. You're still allowed to maybe go on a walk, maybe go ride your bike. Yeah. But they don't want you just congregating and, and going to places where a lot of people are, if I, you don't have to. I am going to say, if you're going to go to the grocery store, give us some space, people. Yeah. Gee whiz. You were at uh, a local grocery store this week. You said it was a little close. Everybody was too close, close to you. Too close. I had a mask on and people were either A, offended, like like middle-aged men were like, who are you? Who uh-huh. do you, you think just you told are? You a doctor. Wearing that Dr. mask. Dr. O'Connor. It doesn't, I, I painted a little smiley face oh. on it with some people. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't pass. But people were like 
upset about it, scared of it. Um, you know, ladies were like pushing their kids away. So it's just interesting to see. Not nobody else was wearing a mask. There. I think you're going to the wrong grocery store. I think you need to pick another one. I again, I'll put them on the spot. Scotty Campbell made me go to it. I did you not need my to go first to a choice. larger grocery store. I well, think. I'm just not going to go to a grocery store with Scotty ever again. Oh, okay. I like to go to the Asian ones because there's nobody there. <laughs> yeah. All the white people are freaking out and going to their like normal stopping grounds. Everybody else in the other ones, like Latin markets, uh-huh. everybody's nice to each other. Yeah. They'll give you space cheaper produce uh-huh. like why am i going and paying more money for people to get up uh-huh. in my grill plus you can get your eels there if you want an eel at the eye oh i thought market. you said heels i got no, excited eel. Oh, okay <laughs> eel. do you hear seminole is not going to put in a they're not doing home. it neither is lake county at least as of right now he said uh where did he don't say? need it the statistics relate seminole county sheriff dennis lemma Lima. Lima? (laughs) Yeah. It's two M's and one E. It's Lima. Oh, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Said the county's task force related to the disease did not find statistics that support the decision to issue a stay-at-home order that included a 30% drop in crime since March 1st. So he was like, ah, the crime's down. Nobody's sick. We're open for business. We'll see. Actually, it's kind of... I wonder... Economically speaking, I bet you there's a lot of people from here that are going to be like, well, I need to go get a Get Well Soon card. I'm just going to go up to Orlando North and eh, see what they have up there. You can still go to CVS and get that. They're going to be open. <laughs> CVS I mean, is open. Huh? Yeah, well, so is Publix. What if you want an artisan one? Oh, well, then you, you know, got to go up yeah. to Lake Mary, I guess. Yeah, all the box stores Stanford. are good. <laughs> yeah, but Seminole's not doing it. Osceola County is doing it. Lake County's not doing Crazy. it. So, I mean, it's sort of a patchwork of different different uh, orders in different counties. And the guess, state the state hasn't done it either. Governor DeSantis. And he's not going to. He's he, not going to. We talked about that on the on the Newsnight panel. He is just very hot spot focused. He's he's echoing this thing that the Trump that the Trump administration is saying and that uh, if it's not like they're they're seeing the the issues are where everybody's sick. Where people live. <laughs> right? I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, Miami. Right now, it's where a lot of people live. Yeah, and the rural areas shouldn't be treated the same way that they're treating densely populated urban centers yeah. like Miami, right? And they're saying uh, Miami is better predisposed to handling a shutdown. If we shut down uh, Palatka, uh-huh. those people need those checks to live, right? Yeah, well, so, people in Miami need checks to live too, to be fair. Well, yeah, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, yeah, I agree. So, That's, I'm just saying what they're. I know. No, I get it. I yeah. get it. I also don't think that hot spot tactic checks out because China was a hot spot. Uh-huh. You know, you leave hot spots long enough, they become rashes, y'all. It's true. Yeah, and it just spread. Everybody got it. Uh-huh. You so, just need one or two or 10 or 50 people from Seminole yeah. to go to some other town or, or us to go to some other town We're or somebody too from Miami. Mobile. You're telling everybody Seminole's not going to shut down because you don't have an issue? You're going to have an issue. Uh-huh. We're shut down here. I'm just going to go to Seminole to do all my rabble rousing, and then y'all are going to be coughing next yeah, week. Well, yeah, you, you can't do that. <laughs> okay. You, you got to shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it all down at once. Yeah, well, we got two weeks here to shut down here in, 
here in uh, Orange County. Governor DeSantis looks like the mayor from Jaws. You think so? Yes. Shut down the beach. <laughs> Shut, Shut down, down the beach. beach. <laughs> I can't do that. It's tourist season. It's tourist. That's the end of it. That. <laughs> <laughs> that's who he is, man. Come on. So stay at home for two weeks. Uh, speaking of movies, NZN is launching an on-demand movie platform, right? Did we talk about that? No, no. I think this is a new thing since we talked last week. So they they have the rights to screen these movies already for this, you know, foreseeable future. So rather than just sitting on it, they've uh, adapted, pivoted, I if love you it. will, and they're streaming them on their own Enzian uh, on-demand movie platform. I saw the two. I don't know much about those two movies, but I might have to check them out I don't now. either, but you can see them. We have that ETV guide, and it's it's really just our uh, calendar, our online calendar, but we have a special streaming tag now that you can see, or if you click the ad that you'll see, it says ETV guide on bungalow.com. It'll bring you to the streaming uh, events and it's in there. We're going to put all of the, all of the movies that they're going to be streaming in our online calendar. You watch anything crazy since, uh, since you're locked. <laughs> Let's I, I don't want to say it. locked out. I shouldn't say it like that. Shut down. <laughs> Nothing crazy. Not even shut down. Stay at home. Stay at home and down. Uh, <laughs> we have that. What's the tiger one? Tiger King. I can't. You can't watch it? It just really freaks me out. So this is a Netflix uh, limited series. I'm not going to give anything away because I don't want to spoil one second of it. But uh, my wife and I, we were on episode three. Uh-huh. It's pretty crazy. It's, so it's kind of, I'll give you the, the short synopsis is it's about a, a guy named Joe Exotic who runs an animal, <laughs> uh, a big cat zoo in Oklahoma. And then there's a big cat woman named Carol who runs a, a place here in Florida. Tampa. Down, Tampa. Yeah. yeah. And Big Cat Rescue. And there's another guy up in South Carolina. And they all don't like each other. I'll just leave it at that. She, Orlando Weekly, just I put up a spoiler-filled uh, oh, don't, post. I don't, I don't even want to hear it. About how she's not happy about it. Okay, well. How, how she's not happy about it because they uh, make her seem like she did something bad. Whatever. Which you're going to learn about all right. in episode three. Okay. You're about to see it. So all you right. can go read about it on, on <laughs> Orlando Weekly's page. So, yeah, but, but everybody's talking about it. It has a Florida connection, oh. of course. <laughs> it's just too, it's too, like... It's just awkward. The things that they're doing, I feel like they're kind of getting made fun of all the time too, and and that bothers me. Even though I like to but make I fun of people all the they, time, I don't. I mean, I think these. I mean, I think that's them. Though. I don't like, think they're, they're not. They're not doing the voiceovers. They're not doing narratives. They're these are them talking. I mean, yeah, you can edit things, but yeah, I think this is them. But I could be wrong. I'll keep watching it. I'm uh, very interested in it. It's a phenomenon. Everybody's talking about yeah, it. It's, I, I say watch it. It's pretty good. I also feel bad. For I it, also guys. watched Encino Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I've seen it before. I probably saw it when I was about ten in yeah. the theaters. It, it. I wouldn't say it holds up, but Pauly Shore is. Quite amazing in it. Jewess. Yeah. Jewess. <laughs> uh, Brendan Fraser? Uh, yeah, Brendan Fraser. Doesn't say anything hardly in the whole movie. So Because he's a caveman. I had a big old crush on his caveman butt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was cute. Sean Austin. Long hair. Rudy. Sean, oh, yeah. From, and... Uh, I watched Lord Rudy the last week. I watched Rudy last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, Get yeah. pumped up? Yeah. Good. Rudy. Rudy. That's what we need. We need a, uh, a chant. To get us pumped up. Well, I was thinking, I'm trying to think of like, I'm really trying to convince Enzian to do a drive-in movie night with us. Yeah. 
And and they're a little nervous about it, and I can understand why. Because they think you're going to be in the back seat with somebody. Oh, I'm going to be. You're <laughs> like Brendan. Oh, come help us. You're like, oh, my windows are all fogged I'll up. Be catching some sort of virus. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> uh, turn your head and cough. <laughs> Where would you do it at? Uh, in a cool parking lot or something. All right. But I think it'd be fun if we shared like uplifting movies. I like it. Like I, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Or just lean into it and make it like all apocalyptic movies. <laughs> we just watch Mad Max and everybody has to get dressed up in like I like your it. apocalypse. I watched gear. we watched Snowpiercer. You see that one? Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Pretty crazy. That's yeah, crazy. That was good though. They're eating that's a soylent green bug yes, stuff. Bugs. <laughs> Slurry. Uh if you're looking for a job, we've we've written multiple times about who's hiring right now. That Everybody's in hiring in terms Publix, of like Publix and CVS and Walmart. Oh, we got another train farms. going by. We got Sunrail going north now. Yep. Uh, you might be like me and eating all of your supplies. Brandon, I used to work at CVS. You did? Yeah, worst job I ever had. <laughs> what did you do? Uh, stock shelves. I was like 17 or something like that. I only say that because it was so boring. Everybody needs like a boring starter job. It was boring. Yeah. I just walked around and be like, oh, there's a deodorant missing. I'm going to go see if we got one. Let's go Were put it out there. What? Were you good at it? Uh, I guess. I mean, yeah. I just walked around and listened to Shania Twain all day because that's what they played on the, on the Muzak. Whose bed I've boots <laughs> under? <laughs> She's from uh, Northern Ontario. She is. If you, uh, what was I saying? Oh, if you're eating all your all your supplies and getting fat, and you need some uh, motivation, you know, you know who's you can work out with now. Who? Billy Blanks. Thor. Thor. Chris Hemsworth. Really? He's launched this uh, an app. It's called. I already forgot what it's called. Center. C-E-N-T-R. It's a very Gwyneth Paltrow type <laughs> of name. I feel like he's just not smart enough and he forgot how to spell it. <laughs> Center. <laughs> oh, I forgot the E. <laughs> By the hammer of Thor. <laughs> he's got, and you could like basically work out with him. It's like online videos and uh, dietary tips. And if you want, if you sign up now, uh, before the end of the month, you get six weeks for free. Oh, that's a good deal. Yeah, I would do it. You just so want to sign up and watch him work out. You're not going to do any working out. Like, I will like just continue to eat popcorn and, <laughs> and watch Chris, Chris Evans Keep do lifting squats. it, Chris. Oh, yeah. Do those squats, Chris. <laughs> let, me, let me pause this. I got to go get some more <laughs> cheese for my popcorn. <laughs> this is sound like the best day. What'd you do during the quarantine, Grandpa? Oh, I uh, got real fit. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Thor yeah, pump some iron. <laughs> me and Thor lifted weights. <laughs> he did most of the lifting. He did most of the lifting. I fell in love. <laughs> it, was, it was the most lonely four months of my life. <laughs> um, UCF just named a secret candidate as president. I know. They, they did this whole thing where they were interviewing like six or seven people, bringing <laughs> people in from all over Very the country. public process. Oh, yeah. One guy was he was in it, and then he pulled himself out of it because he was accused. He's been accused of of wrongdoing. I don't even remember exactly what it was, but it was no good. No. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, they're like, "Oh, we got one more guy." 
You're hired. <laughs> like two days before the de- yeah. they were scheduled to and, vote. And I should say, like, nothing against the guy. He's probably super qualified. He's from the University of Missouri. I think he's their president now or, or really high up in their system. Uh, chancellor. Yeah, chan- which is a high up job. And yeah. so he, he's probably completely qualified. Where's one it. of those fancy sashes at graduation for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, he it, it just like out of the blue, like, all right, we got one more guy. You're hired. I mean, could you imagine being the other ones? You had to go through this whole public process. That's why it's not okay. Uh, I mean, they've been been trying to change that whole whole process to make it a little more visible. Let me do some work with them. I I was talking to somebody who was higher up there at at, uh, UCF. And uh, and they were saying like even everybody's talking about how it's just not okay and and it wasn't like they had just discovered that guy two days before they had been talking to him for like weeks oh yeah but privately right and you can't do that there's actually public there's laws in place sunshine laws it's yes. a public university you can't just do that and I know their argument is look if if everybody who applies for this job is is out there and in public. It's going to hurt their current job if they don't get yeah, this it job. Doesn't, yes, that's true. But then don't apply because yeah. you need to apply publicly like everybody else because that's what the law says you have to do. Yeah, I agree. You, you can't just choose not to do it because it makes it harder. Uh-huh. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Especially with all the crud that's been happening at UCF, misappropriation of funds, that stuff that happened with the research Oh yeah, dudes. They, that that ended up a different way, though. I don't know if we updated that because oh, they no. they got they got some people got in trouble for their their research. Uh huh. But then it turned out like one of them had nothing to do with it, and they got reinstated. It, I don't yes. know. Yeah, a little yes. bit. But you it's can't... a big university. I mean, they're going to have issues like that. But this guy, what's his name again? Chancellor. Oh, I almost closed it. Uh, Mike Cartwright. Is it Mike? Alexander. Ah, close enough. Alexander Cartwright. We <laughs> uh, have the, the press conference where he was announced as the, the new president. $600,000 a year. <laughs> what do you think of that, Brendan? I think that's a lot of money for a university that has no kids on it right now. <laughs> but let's go for it. It's a big university. Thousand. Yeah, that's. I guess that's the going rate for a president. Cause that's I guess the, it's basically a mayor. You know, right? a mayor makes 190 or 200 may but die. I'm saying like the position is oh, like yeah, it's he's a big, running a town. He is. No, I mean they I mean they it's a big job and it's not unheard of to I make that much money. I love Thad Seymour who is the temporary one. I'm yeah. a little sad that he can't just do it forever. He probably I don't even know if he wanted to. I he turned it down. Yeah. They offered it to yeah. him and he said no. Uh Plus he, he, that, the the president of UCF gets a it was a thousand dollars a month for a car. I think it was it was like fifty thousand dollars moving expenses or something. What? Which, I mean, you could like pick up my whole house and move it for fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> How are we doing on time? Uh, good, but I'm just I'm sitting here thinking I should have went to school to be a university president. <laughs> Can I do that? I should just go to UCF and be like, I want to major in. University president <laughs> seems recession proof. They actually just uh, announced they're going to be who was it? The UCF students just found out in their what's the, the night magazine? Maybe yep. they have to give back all the money for uh, residencies. Oh, I didn't know that for living there. Uh, like five million bucks. Really? Yeah, they leaked it, so I don't know how true it is. They said they found some paperwork. Who has to give what back? The UCF has to give it back to the students because oh. they've kicked them off campus oh, for a okay. semester. I mean, if you're not living there, why should you have to pay to live there? I agree, man. 
And and speaking of UCF and and basically all the schools right now, they're all in limbo whether or not they're going to graduate and, and get to walk and do all their ceremonies. A oh, lot of they them are canceling. Walk, yeah. yeah. They uh, we our intern and Sarah, the intern, who's no longer with us. Oh no! Basically, put Kai oh, she's Bosch with the us. Oh, she's alive. <laughs> she's out there doing everything. <laughs> but they kind of they basically shut down the internship program. Huh. Uh and she's not. You know, I, I talked to her earlier in the week and she's uh yeah she's just trying to figure out what it all means she said her classes are way tougher now because you're not getting like one-on-one yeah you're just in a and i guess like motivationally wise they're not are they going right now are they doing online classes yeah okay because like like the public schools they're trying to figure everything out right now orange county public schools and like i said they're not they're not probably going to do their ceremonies they're not doing their proms and all that and you know i guess there's bigger tragedies in the world but you you know you go to school for 12 years or whatever out of your life and and you sort of look forward to this these moments and then you don't get them and it is kind of sad and it well yeah it's very for americans yeah it's it's like a like prom, right? We didn't yeah. have prom in Canada. I went I, to three proms. So. Three? Oh, I no, I did as a date. Yeah, three date. Like you were like escorting women. Well, I went. Well, three separate years. What? So I went my my sophomore year with somebody, and then junior year I went with somebody, then senior year I went with somebody. Wait, I thought prom was just once. Like you just go to one prom. Well, there's there's junior senior prom, so they're usually together. Okay. So, and so you were invited prom. to prom by a senior? Yeah. So when you're a sophomore, at least where I grew up, when you're a sophomore, you can't go unless you're invited by somebody who is a uh, older than you or a senior or junior. Uh, okay. So there you go. I taught you something about American proms. I, <laughs> we didn't have we had a, a Halloween dance. Everybody was dressed up like in their costumes. I was a praying mantis and I went with Carrie Sanko, who's now a police chief and up there in the north. And she was a butterfly, and I smoked cigarettes and puked all over the floor. That was my almost prom. All right. (laughs) I think we should leave it at that. Stay safe, everybody. (laughs) Wash your hands. If you're looking for something to watch, again, go to Orlando Bungle or bungalower.com slash events for our ETV guide. Uh, What have you got, John? Nothing. No. We'll just stay stay safe and uh, stay off the roads and stay at home and... Don't Just break curfew. Don't break curfew. Pretend like you're grounded. Yeah. These guys, these cops got enough to do. Yeah, they don't need to wrangle butt. you up and take you back home. Yeah, but they're hot. Something in my place. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week.